to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome to episode 93, The Voice of Nature. In this week ahead, the astrology that we are experiencing is a continuation of this integration of our eclipses, the first eclipses of 2023, this grand cross, this great square that we have been immersed within between Jupiter and the North Node in Taurus and the South Node in Scorpio opposing that frequency and then those nodes in Jupiter being squared by Pluto in Aquarius and Mars in Leo, this early stage of Leo. As we're integrating this experience, we are waxing towards the first quarter moon in Virgo, which is aligned this Saturday, the Saturn day, the 27th of May at 11.22 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This is a first quarter moon in Virgo, six degrees, six arc minutes Virgo. The first quarter moon brings us to a state of awareness, very much like this grand cross, the state where we notice the tension in our bodies, the tension in our lives, 
as we are building towards our visions, it is quite natural, it is quite normal to come to these points, these moments in time and space where we can feel very tight, we can feel as if we're being stretched, we can question, we can doubt, we can wonder, am I going to persevere? Will this vision come to fruition? Will this vision come to life? Will my dream enter into my waking reality? It is a gift, I believe, if we can truly find these moments of tension as moments of beauty and moments of the natural progression of life. We are not here on earth for every single moment and every single action and every single relationship to be just so simple, so soft, and so sweet and sensual. As as lovely as that sounds, it is our ability to work with grit, to roll up our sleeves and really dive into challenges, that strengthens our character, that gives us this edge of perseverance. And it allows us so that when we do achieve a specific dream or a realization, there is a moment of glory. There's a moment of joy, of celebration that really one can only sink into when they have gone through great challenge of some kind. And I want to be clear, I'm not saying that we must always have challenge in order to have joy and celebration. There are moments, there are times in our lives where we are meant to attract with ease and so much simplicity and like this great, great sweetness. And that is beautiful too. However, if every single moment in our life was like that, naturally, as we kind of edge towards finding ourselves looping automatically in certain behavioral patterns, in many ways, we would become addicted to that ease and then we would become lazy. And so This life is such a delicate balance between expansion and contraction and expansion and contraction. And it is the stage of the first quarter moon that really brings in that moment of contraction where you begin to question, you begin to get really specific about your vision. You see what might work and what may not work and you're willing to edit. So we're at a place now where you are invited to edit edit your dreams, your intentions, your seeds of possibility that you cast with that Taurus new moon last Venus day, last Friday. And perhaps this is something that goes the distance beyond this lunar cycle. Perhaps you're seeding dreams that will take you a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 22 years from now. An entire Pluto cycle as Pluto in 2044 will have shifted from Aquarius into Pisces. And this waxing moon will bring us all the way to the peak, which will be the following Saturday, the 3rd of June, when we have this extremely potent full moon, a Sagittarius strawberry full moon conjunct the great attractor. And we will be exploring this in episode 94 of Stars, Stones, and Stories, and in much more depth in Ma Magic. 
the inner counsel that I steward, and you're always welcome to come step into that portal with us and join us if you're looking for more in-depth guidance and support around the lunar cycle and what you're manifesting, what you're creating in your life. This full moon conjunct the great attractor will hearken back to December of 2021 and other points in time and space. And I think one of the most prominent astrologers who have talked about some of these more subtle points is Philip Sedgwick. And I've discussed him in previous episodes, more so of the much older episodes when I'd go into depth, which is essentially what we do in Mom Magic now. However, I do want to speak a little bit to some of these greater points that are being activated right now and that are really, we're going to feel in such a strong way as we come into the month of June with this full moon conjunct the great attractor. Philip Sedgwick wrote how the great attractor is essentially a mystery for astrologers and it does it, it has different activities where it can warp time and space while also bending light because of its massive gravity. However, it, it is not a black hole. And the great attractor and those who possess the great attractor in a strong area of their chart are here to really bring in points of objectivity or points of discussion they are people who seek to enlighten others to the fact that there is always another way. There's always another possibility. And so because of this, people who have a strong, great attractor contact, particularly with like sun, moon, rising, they are people that sometimes might polarize others in the world. It is because they are bringing in issues they are utilizing this ability to essentially see into the future. And Sedgwick pointed out how the astrologer Robert Hand, who has been a very important astrologer in modern day astrological history, his son is conjunct the great attractor. And Hand took quite a lot of energy to translate classical astrological texts. Of course, there are other astrologers who have done this and who are currently doing this, but Hand was one of the more prominent people in early modern astrology to really do this. He has definitely made an important mark on our astrological history. So that gives you a bit of a reference point to consider this great attractor. When I sink into the power of the great attractor, for me, I have this experience of connecting in with this great cosmic womb of many multiverses. And so it's a very infinite space of creativity and creation and possibility. So when there's a lunar alignment, like a full moon coming in, especially this particular full moon in June, which will thread back to December of 2021 and other points in time and space, there is a story that is coming to light that is connected to some sort of infinite potential. This past week, I have been experiencing so many more profound cosmic alignments and synchronicities and connections 
with the voice and the voices of nature. And I know you have been too, because I've been having conversations with quite a number of people who have really been noticing these subtle signs and symbols of the multiverse and how we are being communicated to and through one another. Beyond the great attractor is the shapely attractor, and Sedgwick has also written about this. And the shapely attractor, our south node in Scorpio, is coming to align with this. And I believe that that is part of the reason why we're having so many more symbolic moments in time and space where we are right here and now. So I really invite you to allow your senses to open even deeper, allow yourself to slow down more in your day-to-day so that you can generate a clear awareness and a receptivity to the communication that is happening all around you, for you, through you at any given moment. The shapely supercluster, the shapely attractor is a force, a point around 2 degrees 36 arc minutes Scorpio that has this connection to the galactic center, the super galactic center, the great attractor. The shapely attractor goes beyond the beyond. And of course, as we can imagine, this is infinite potential. This shapely attractor is one that in many ways allows you to tap into the myriad of possibilities. Sedgwick gave the example of Bill Gates having his son on the shapely attractor. Every single one of us in our modern times, if you're listening to this podcast, you're using some form of a computer, whether it's a tablet or a smartphone, or an actual laptop or desktop, you are using a computing device. Most likely, it has somehow been designed by Bill Gates. It is somehow connected to this person who has this really kind of fascinating iconography associated to them (laughs) before it was just computing. And now there's so much more we can attach to the name of Bill Gates post-2020. We're not going to go into that in this time and space, but I do want to say that his name is quite ubiquitous. We know it and we've heard of it. And his visions and his dreams have impacted all of us on the planet in our current time and space. And that symbolizes this frequency of the shapely attractor, something that can reach out so far and wide beyond the beyond and then distill it into human consciousness here and now on earth. So we know that there are these distant guiding magnetic forces that are absolutely affecting our lives here and now on earth. There is no separation between any attractor, any galactic center, and who you are right in this now moment on one level as you are this hologram for the collective as I close in every episode of Star Stones and Stories. You are a hologram for the collective, and within you lives this shapely attractor. 
and the great attractor and the super galactic center and the galactic center and all of the Milky Way and all of planet Earth and all of humanity were all mirrored within one another through the very cells of who we are. This past week, the voices, the voice of nature, the world of nature has been speaking so strong to me and I felt called to share a little bit about the symbolism that has been coming through because perhaps you too have been having experiences. It began for me on Tuesday in the sense that I was hanging out with a dear friend and sister and fellow priestess, and this hawk came and sat before us for what felt like an hour. And it would make interesting gestures and look at us and like pierce into our eyes. It was very profound. And this frequency of hawk is about visionary power and guardianship. And hawk connects to the equinoxes and also the new moon. I am sharing some of the medicine of these various winged ones and the snake. And this symbolism comes from Ted Andrews' book, Animal Speak, which has been like a a Bible for me since I was a teenager. It's a lovely book that if you are very interested in communing more with the natural world and deciphering these voices of nature, I encourage you to find a copy of Animal Speak. The hawk, it was yesterday, my daughter and I were driving and we were in a very important discussion and all of a sudden a hawk literally flew right over our car, very low. And then this morning, as I was driving her to school, another hawk flew right by us. So three times is absolutely a sign and a symbol of something that goes beyond just me, something I feel very called to share with you. And these hawks are messengers, protectors, they are visionaries of the air. And know that you right now are visioning your life in every breathing moment. It is said that hawks and owls have the keenest eyes of all of the raptors. Hawks are here to impress and stir your imagination. They have very keen eyesight. Their hunting ability is impeccable. They are powerful flyers. They're able to use their wings. Sometimes they can be harassed and attacked by smaller birds. And so this is important to note with the hawk medicine because at times you might find that you are attacked by people who do not understand you or who do not recognize the wisdom of your creative energy. And they may attempt to attack your ability to soar. If you experience that, It is not a moment to collapse. It's a moment to spread your wings and fly and stay even more committed to your vision. Hawks inspire you to rise to a higher level of consciousness. The sky is the realm of the hawk. And through its flight, it communicates with humans 
and with the great creator spirit. It awakens your vision and inspires you to live a life filled with creative purpose. My yard just is teeming with so much bird life that I felt really called to share with you some of the symbolism of the different birds that are living in my little backyard here in Asheville, North Carolina. So I've seen the bluebird, the western bluebird, and I saw it this Tuesday for the first time ever. It is so beautiful. The color blue is this bright blue. It reminds me of the Nubian blue you see in the Nubian village in Aswan, Egypt. And the bluebird is a very firm spirit that spreads joy everywhere it goes. It reminds you that good news is coming and that you are prepared for whatever lies ahead. The bluebird has unassuming confidence and is a frequency of happiness, reminding you to enjoy yourself. My backyard also is a home to blackbirds, and blackbirds are here to bring in the wisdom and the energies of Mother Nature, and they can bring in omens and mysticism. And I have a family of woodpeckers, and the woodpecker demonstrates the power of rhythm and the ability to discern. Cardinal brings in renewed vitality through recognizing self-importance. The blue jay reminds one of proper use of power. The robin allows you to spread new growth. The sparrow awakens your common nobility. The crow brings in the secret magic of creation to remind you that creator is calling you. The hummingbird is a sign of tireless joy and the nectar of life. The pigeon, reminding you to return to love and the security of home. And the raven, a symbol of magic, the ability to shapeshift and create with all of creation. Yes, there are many varieties of birds that I am blessed to have in my home area. And also this week, my daughter and I were given the great honor to adopt a beautiful, beautiful snake that has come into our lives. We've we've known him since 2021 and have caretaked him. And now he is a part of our home. And I'm really sinking into how this is a year of nature as given through the Dagra cosmology, which I am indebted to Elder Maladoma Somme and all of his beautiful teachings, really every day just honoring his life and giving gratitude for Maladoma and all of his wisdom. And I feel like this time of year, it's so important to acknowledge him because that full moon we're building up to it was the eclipse that conjunct the great attractor that called him into the other world back in 2021. And every time I journey to Egypt, to Kemet, I 
always honor Maladoma. I always bring him with me in so many capacities and ways and continue to share the teachings I received from him and through him with the people who I am blessed to pilgrim with. As we're preparing for Dream Seed Incubation with the Blue Lotus, we're, we're going to be there this June into summer solstice. I'm really feeling the wisdom of this year of nature and the medicine of Dagara land, this primordial essence of the bird and the snake. If you are a longtime follower of Star Stones and Stories or you've known me, for many years, then you know my deep love and reverence for the goddess. And we can find the goddess goes all the way back to the ancient, ancient, ancient times. And her most primordial forms are in the form of the bird goddess and the snake goddess. And as we look to Egypt, we find that in the unification of upper Egypt and lower Egypt through the Wajet and the Nekbet through the snake and the vulture. And so the snake is the symbol of rebirth, resurrection, initiation, and wisdom. The snake and the bird, they go hand in hand. They symbolize so much of the same, yet they are different. The frequency of the dragon that unites the snake and the bird, because the dragon and the bird can fly, and the snake and the dragon carry that serpent wisdom. Sometimes we we overthink things as humans and we forget how to simplify and really sink into the symbolism of the world. Maladoma spoke so wisely. He said, doubt is a poison of modernity. I feel it is so important that we continue to remember this wisdom. Doubt is a poison of modernity. The ancient indigenous ones did not live in doubt in the way that we do. We are programmed from the moment of conception. Even before then, we are programmed to doubt. It has happened for many generations now through the overculture. Us, those of us who are here now, this generation is here to awaken, to remember through the very cells of our being how powerful and strong we are. So I wish to remind you of a teaching that I received through Elder Maladoma, and it is about the Surya, which sits within your body. It is an egg-shaped light and gives you this capacity to really meditate and merge with your full and true essence. The Surya is very much like what we imagine our higher self And I think many people imagine the higher self as like outside of the body, very far away, kind of floating in the ethers. However, your power is to bring your surya, your higher self, into your physical body. Maladoma taught how the surya is so massive. Your surya is so massive, it doesn't even fit on planet Earth. You are timeless. You are boundless. You are limitless. As we consider the earth and the earth's akasha and the earth's body, we can consider the main seven chakras of Mother Earth, and Egypt is the throat chakra of the earth. 
your throat chakra is your command center. And in many ways, we could say Egypt, Kemet is the command center of the earth, the space of authentic invocation, the place where you have an opportunity to speak through invocation. There's an invitation to speak your truth, to speak your regality, your nobility, to be here, be who you came to be. We are here to heal. We are here to be our true essence. And each one of us, we are awakening our truth within the portals of the heart. In episode 92, you were offered the five gifts of Hathor, of Hathor, Het Haru, the goddess of womanhood, the goddess of beauty and joy and dance and song and rhythm, the goddess of the voice. Haru, Horus, Het Haru, the house of Horus. Haru, eternal freedom. Het Haru, the house of eternal freedom. And so in honor of the hawk and honor of the hawk's cousin, the falcon, we welcome in the frequency of Horus. And I ask you, where have you imprisoned yourself? And where are you being called to liberate yourself? And I wish to share with you this poem written by Alana Fairchild in dedication to Horus. Horus, falcon of the golden sun, my creative energies have begun to shine bright and strong, help my creative projects along to fulfillment and completion pure with your will and light so sure, Horus, falcon of the golden sun, my success and winnings now come. And so I invite you to really sink even deeper into those Taurus new moon intentions and visions as we wax towards this first quarter moon. Perhaps chant that invocation over your intentions and your visions. Call in that frequency of eternal freedom for you are free. We are free. We are here to celebrate. We are here to co-create. We are here to experience the beauty and the joy and the polarity, the duality of this world, of this earth. I wish to invite you to circle up with us for the Great Attractor Strawberry Full Moon Council. This will be on Saturday, the 3rd of June from 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. There is a virtual and in-person option in West Asheville. The in-person option will be limited, so if you are interested in coming in person, do secure your space to call that in so that you are able to circle up with us. In this journey, we're going to explore the power of this great attractor. We're going to do a yoga practice some deep meditation, and close with some powerful sound healing to help align your frequencies with this great attractor. On Monday, the 5th of June, I am offering my signature masterclass, Discover Your Soul Purpose Within Your Birth Chart. 
It's going to be from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. It is a virtual teaching that is live, but also will be recorded for those who cannot attend live. All levels and abilities are welcome, and this is a really great way to learn how to see within your natal chart what your soul purpose is. Finally, I am offering a Gemini New Moon Cosmic Council. This will be a recorded ceremonial offering for your elemental wisdom, including astrological insights for the Gemini New Moon, a meditation, a guided journey, and a sound healing. This is going to be a virtual recording with some beautiful slides that you will receive leading up to the Gemini new moon, and you will know exactly how to set your intentions for this new moon. I will be in Egypt on the Gemini new moon, so that is why I will not be hosting the in-person Women's Wisdom Council. In lieu of that, we are doing this Gemini New Moon Cosmic Council. Everyone's welcome. And if you are a member of Mom Magic, you will be receiving this as a gift. So please do not sign up for it because you will be receiving it. And finally, save the date for the We Are the Magdalene's Appalachian Pilgrimage, the 22nd through 25th of July here in Western North Carolina. Thank you so much for circling up in episode 93. It is an honor as always to connect with you in this way. I am almost booked up until I return from Kemet. So if you are interested in a session, reserve yours now and I will be opening up some time slots for early July and into late summer. So I would love to connect with you. If you're curious about these cosmic alignments like the galactic center, the super galactic center, the great attractor, the shapely attractor, and if they exist in your birth chart and where, and if they do, how you can work with them, and if they don't, what that means, and you want to discuss that in depth in a session, I am here to offer that space for you. May there be peace to the east. May there be peace to the south. May there be peace to the west. May there be peace to the north. And may there be peace spiraling out through the cosmos, through the galactic center and the supergalactic center, the great attractor and the shapely attractor, and beyond the beyond the beyond, all the way to the holy of holies, the space of the most high. And may that glory and that beauty and that resonance spiral back through the heart of the mother, our mother here, planet Earth, deep into your heart. And may it be so. Blessed be.
Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. I invite you to dive into my offerings of alchemical astrology, mystery school teachings, and global pilgrimages at earthseedtemplearts.com. Ensure you are receiving my weekly Venetian love notes delivered each Friday to your inbox, and you can sign up for those at Earthseed Temple Arts. You may follow me on YouTube at Earthseed Temple Arts, Instagram at Earthseed Temple Arts, and also at Stars, Stones, and Stories on Instagram, where you will receive regular insights and updates about our current cosmic weather. My prayer is that you fully awaken to the reality that you are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in your authentic truth, you have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.